Hello, what's going on? You're welcome to the Vibes and Killy Willy podcast, where you get to listen to the crazy random ramblings that goes on in the head of a medical student, and also interesting conversations I have with even more interesting people. This podcast is about fun stories, funny opinions, and even funnier experiences. So don't take anything you hear from here on out too personal, because after all, it's all Vibes and Killy Willy. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Vibes and KDV podcast, um, where you get to listen to crazy random rambling uh, that goes on in the head of a medical student, and of course, some very, very interesting, interesting conversations I have with very interesting people. On today's episode, I have my friend, my partner, my work wife, mommy to my daddy, one of my best friends since I've been in medical school, Oluwajukudi Thomas. <laughs> okay, Jane, can you introduce yourself to us? That's not how you say my name, young Please. man. Don't murder my name. Alright. It's Olomachi. Mm-hmm. Olomachi. It means the beautiful work of God. Obviously, if you see me, you can Thank tell. You, you are definitely a beautiful work. You know, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty much that's my name, Jane Thomas. Okay, so before we get into anything of your skin, I want to give you a full. Hard blanche. Is there anything you have always wanted to know about me? I'll answer 100 percent on this one. If I start asking you. Anything I've wanted to know about anything. you. And anything. Past, present, future. Anything. I'm not sure. I feel like if there's anything I need to know, I would ask you. I don't have to come do it on the podcast. Not you have never wondered anything about it. I feel like uh, those are conversations I've already had, or uh, I mean, at the point I'm like, well, is this necessary? Or I don't think there's anything I really want to talk about now. Fantastic. All right, fantastic. Okay. So brief, okay. So um, briefly tell us about your journey to medical school. <clears throat> you introduce yourself. You said your name. Tell our listeners what uh, what you what's your occupation. What's your what's your What's your backstory? Can you tell us how you got here? My occupation. <laughs> I'm a full-time student. Full-time! Um, but obviously, there are other things that I do as well. Um, I'm a businesswoman. <laughs> um, CEO of Croxit and More. Um, Croxit. I also... Um, yeah, I do quite a number of other things. I, I'm an editor. I edit books, you know, as a side hustle. I've been doing that way before med school. Still on the grind. I mean, now I don't do it as often because I don't really have time. But I still am currently working on a book now. So, yeah, every now and again, I get gigs and I take them on. What else do I do? I run a mentorship program in med school. Um, what else do I do? Oh, I'm also a pastor. Um, Hallelujah. Amen. What else do I do? I'm not a deaconess. I'm a pastor. pastor. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. 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 Uh, Sorry. Um, what else do I do? There are quite a few other things I do that I may not want to talk about on Come the on. podcast. This list is long. CEO. CEO. Yes, but CEO. CFO. International. Nigeria. Eh? Yes. Full time uh, book editor and book author at the same time. She's a book editor and a book author. Have you? 
fact. My book isn't published yet, but I'm working I mean, on it. So, so yes, yeah. she's upcoming hot talk. <laughs> very, very soon, New York Best Time Seller or Times Best Seller books. Whatever. That's what I'm, that's what I'm <laughs> it should be a best seller. Best seller, best seller. Yes. So, yes. And also, so, but some of them are full time medical students in this whole yeah. 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 All right, tell us about your journey to medical school. Journey to medical school. So, huh. journey is so long, I don't even know where to start from. But I just, you know, sometimes in life you want something. Then life happens. You do, you know, but then there's this nagging feeling at the back of your head that what if, you know? I've always wanted to do med school. I've always wanted to be a doctor. It's something I've I've known since I was six years old, literally. Um, but then again, I finished undergrad. I did quite a number of things. Was a beauty pageant, you know, did all of that. Um, I get it. Yeah. You then know how beautiful you are. I get did it. postgraduate was working, did quite a number of other things, you know, but somehow I always keep saying to myself, Jane, you've got to do it at some point in your life, you know, and then the opportunity came, you know, and I feel like when the time is right, things happen, things will align. So for me, it was just about right timing. I mean, the journey has been hectic, it's been crazy, but through it all i think one thing that has been loud and clear has been the grace of god like even the journey alone just you know, getting my form submitted because i had traveled i was out of the country i had just come in like two days to the deadline, deadline. Oh, and i didn't even know it was a deadline i didn't even have hopes of going that year i kept telling, my, telling myself i'll go to med school but immediately i came into the country then someone called me my, my, my younger sister called me she says ah Someone was asking her that your big sister said she was going to go to med school. When is she planning on going? So my sister just called me to have this conversation with me. I'm like, well, I've always been planning on going. And she's like, oh, but do you even know when they're selling the forms? You keep saying this thing. And then I, f- I found out that forms are supposed to be sent in the next two days. That was a deadline. And that was how I went to the bank. That was how um, I bought my forms. I'm like, I need a recommendation letter from my HAD. Huh. That's how I called KNUST and then the HOD happened to be on seat and I was like do I know anyone and somehow I knew someone that was going that got there picked up the letter the man wrote it signed it gave it to the person the person scanned and scanned it and sent to me so that was how and I've always had like all of the documents I needed for application I've always had it packed down I know I've gotten to medical school before like outside but I never went because I lost my scholarship. I lost my dad. So many things happened along the so way. So then the journey had just, it just kept postponing and postponing. So at this time, like everything I needed was just set. And somehow I, I was able to submit on the D-Day. So yeah, it's been, it's been a hectic journey. It's been crazy. It's been, it, it tries you in ways you don't expect. It, um, it challenges you. It exposes certain parts of yourself that you never really, um, you know, realized were there. Um, so it's been interesting, quite interesting. Any regrets so far? None whatsoever. None. 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 I've had challenges, but no regrets. So I'm, you would do it I'm all grateful. over again? I would do it all over again. Like I'm grateful to be having the set of experiences I'm having right now. It's about it. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> this, is I mean, it? This, that sounds very, it sounds, you're honestly very, very inspiring. Thank oh, you very wow. much. Yes, yes. 
So, um, before we get into very other interesting stories, what are your hobbies? I mean, we know you are super, super, super stylish, fragilistic, SPL, nauseous, or whatever. What the hell are you saying today? <laughs> whatever Mary Poppins said in that movie. But yes, you are fantastic in several different ways. So, um, what hobbies or what things? What things would would if somebody is not catching you? Being a fantastic medical student of being is um, interesting. Being being a pastor, or being a crooked CEO, ambassador, or being a superstar, runway assistant, pageant queen, or being or being any of the other businesses you are. What else could someone find? What are what are your other hobbies? That would surprisingly catch Um. I love to read a lot, but unfortunately, I don't have time to actually do, um, you know, pleasure reading. pleasure reading. So right now, honestly, with the kind of schedule I have now, I'd honestly say my hobby is sleeping. Like any small time I get like this, nah, not to just nap. Do you understand? Because it gets as this school goes stress you. You just need to catch a few extra minutes of sleep. Like I kid you not, know, like uh, legitly. Oh Jesus! My life is now sleep. Not my hobby. Sleep uh, and good food. Oh, sleep and good food. It cannot be underestimated in medical school. I know. Jesus. Like, the relief. <laughs> oh, nah. Nah. Like, the relief. Just having, even if it's just that 30 minutes. Do you understand? Yes. There's a way you feel so refreshed, so revived. Like, you're ready to grind again, basically. So, yeah. It's. Yeah. So you um so from this like, you have a handle you can say you have a handle on your academic life like you have structure you Do have, I have a handle. I, 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 ask, do like, I have a handle? I mean like you are. See this table you're shaking. Does anybody actually do have a handle? I mean there are people who are like very structured and everything, but yeah. If I'm being honest, then see now God they hold me as I did so. Honestly, like I mean I make efforts you know sometimes, but hey. You make plans and your plans never go the way you expect them to. You yeah. make shadows, the shadows never pan out the way you expect them to. Like there's just so many things that pop up, so many things that just come in the way. Like, yo, hmm. You see, as we did now, I just got do you understand? Definitely. It's good. Literally. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. So um how's the the hectic trying to find the hectic balance of your academic life, how has it affected your social life in regards to, let's say, something like dating in medical school or the challenges that come with it? This day and age. I'll be honest, my social life is practically non-existent at this point. You are too fine for this. I know, that's the thing. Like, yo, like, at this point, like you speak. at this point, I feel like I should be doing auditioning. Do you understand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't remember the last time I went on a date, honestly. I don't. Most of my hangouts now are hangouts with friends, like from med school, like yeah. maybe someone's birthday and we're going to do something. Something. Maybe have a meal somewhere or going to do something fun. Or usually, you know, the class trips that we usually go for. Yeah, okay. With the boys and, you know, and we just go away for a few days. And that's usually at the end of the academic year. So it's not yeah, like so it's not really, thing. it's not like, um, 
Yeah, like, pretty much that's it about my social life. And I know that's not right because as we the hunt for more spawn. I mean, we need to increase our social presence. That is true. That is definitely true. The truth is, my social life is not existent. It's been hard. So, what, what are the plans? What are your plans for your social life? How do you plan to revive it? Hmm. I was having a conversation with one of my friends over the weekend, and she's like, I need to post more on social media. I need to like get into people's DMs. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not that bad. <laughs> That's one way to go it's about it. It's not that critical yet, but I don't know, honestly. Again, um, sometimes I think I'm a recluse. Like I, I like to stay, stay to myself. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm a very, you know, I'm very active when I'm in a social space, like with mm-hmm. other people. But sometimes I just, just want, want to, to stay, just it. enjoy my own space. You know, so I won't be the one um, initiating a lot of hangouts or initiating mm-hmm. dates or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I get that. But I've made a promise to myself. Seeing if, if I see a friend like this. I know Toast there's it. a chance. I was smart on it. It's Wonderful. Like, I'm making myself to be more forward. As it, life is short. Yes. Enter it. Enter it. Enter the Amata. I'm not entering DMs. I don't know how to do that. Like, trust me. Yo. Look, look, look. Even guys, we don't know how to do it. That's the reason why we so, suck at it. It's a very weird concept, honestly. Especially come from some. I mean, maybe I guess maybe so if people that are younger, they they are very they are very they are way more comfortable communicating via text and via like Snapchat and this thing. But I think that's one of my challenges too. I'm, I'm, I'm very old fashioned, face to face. So exactly, I thrive in actual physical interactions. Wonderful. So and that's been one of my problems because there was a chance I had to have a long distance relationship. But I'm like Jane, Jane, face to face. Like I don't see myself like long hours on the phone call or long hours texting. Like my texting like this, thirty minutes. I don't define with one type. Like or I'll just send voice notes. Like. I, I'm, I'm a very very physical person so i want to have that interaction in person so um, i have to do better shasha i always tell people that like if if you look at my text thing eh, like if if my friends look at it like my text history with them they you would never believe that i'm the, like i'm the same person because i am very i am quite boring via text i don't i don't really enjoy it i don't know what this thing was like then when i heard was it was it two months ago? Imagine two months ago was the first time I heard about this. Something like Snapchat speak. Like people would just be sending themselves random pictures of whatever is happening in their day to each other. <laughs> you I'm first like, ask me, do you have a Snapchat account? Well, yes. <laughs> I do not have one. I used to have, but you see, the thing with social media is if you're not actively involved, like updating, posting, mm-hmm. you know. It, it, it becomes irrelevant in your life. Do you understand? That, that is true. I have an Instagram account. I barely post. Last time I posted anything was like in 2020, I think. So and that one is because of is it because of COVID. COVID. How much more? Um, <laughs> Snapchat. Uncle, I don't remember the last time I actually like. What you see me taking pictures when people are actually taking, taking pictures, pictures. Like, on my own? I would dress or so I'll just walk. I'll go where I'm going. Come back. Come back. It doesn't click that Jane have to snap pictures for the grammar. Jane have to snap pictures for socials. Wonderful. And sometimes I take pictures of people. I don't even post them. Like literally. And people post me on Instagram. I'm like, oh Jane, you actually did take the pictures. Like every time I'm like, um, this weekend my friend actually had an honest conversation with me. She said, Jane, you need to revamp your socials. You need to, you know, be more intentional about, you know, all of that. If mm-hmm. you tend to like 
get a man really soon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was like, yo, if God is saying that my husband, I'm going to meet him on the socials, you must have some really good sense of humor, <laughs> man. Because <laughs> the way the social media and like, honestly, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I, def- I definitely find it very challenging meeting people on social media. Like, oh, we met on Twitter. Nothing fascinates me more than the idea of we met on Twitter. I'm like, really? That that very 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 ghetto. characters. Yes, you get it. It's a it's very very ghetto social media network. Honestly, <laughs> like there is. Oh God. But for some people, it works. I don't know how. I, I envy them all. You must have been on the app or following the or following the person's tweets or just or maybe just liking something that they, 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 they posted and then you respond if you're not used to random talking to strangers that's going to be hard for you it's definitely like, hard it works for some people man i'm i'm not weird with talking to a stranger face to face i don't old that's young easier. old young fat thin um white black i don't like oh if i want to have, i'll want to walk up to you and approach you hello hi i'm this i'm but social media what do you start to see dropping your dms hey hello it, it never it always sounds corny <laughs> Again, I think it's a generational thing. I think this generation being very, very text savvy. So it's easy to hide behind the keyboards and keypads mm-hmm. as opposed to having conversations in person. And I think for older generations, they're more inclined to in-person conversations. I think it's just it's just the way of the world now, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I guess. So um what would you say you want in a boyfriend? Oh, I don't think you want in a man. Like I said, boyfriend, a man. Because right yeah, now. This question long, though. We need like two hours to dissect to table properly. Okay, just, maybe just, maybe just give us three points. Three points. Uh, is it three point agenda? Five point agenda. So, first and foremost, for me, it has to be a Christian. We have to share the same faith. Like, we can't have different codes of conduct, basically. We have to. And the world is crazy right now, you know? People have different beliefs. People are into open relationships. People are into polyamorous relationships. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm such a one-man type of woman. Like, I'm so (laughs) monogamous. I can't tolerate... The, 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 even the idea that's nah. So we just have to have the same faith. And I believe that the Christian faith is really like a man must have one wife. Like there's no ambiguity there. So that's true. And it's not just about, um, you know, the number of people in a relationship, but for every other thing, you know, when it comes to values, for faithfulness, when it comes to gender roles, or when it comes to, you know, um, beliefs, like value systems, because all of these things are things that are that break relationships or break marriages so you want someone that is thinking the same way you're thinking or else that'll be chaos all the time you can't come to a certain understanding so for me faith is such a huge thing like it's a no-no for me like that's a deal breaker if you're not of my faith or you know and there are lots of people that go to church i'm not saying church go out Hmm, that's that's the uh, I'm not saying church go Someone that has an active relationship with Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ. Jesus understands. Yes. It's, I can't compromise on that. So for me, faith is one. Secondly, you must at this point in my life, um, I'm not I'm not about to be trying to error anybody's son. You must have where you're going in life. You must have figured out this is the pattern my life is going to take. This is the trajectory. I'm I'm not saying be rich. I'm not saying have everything figured out. But you must have a... Like, be focused. Be focused. Be going somewhere. Because if you can't lead your own life, young man, you cannot lead me. And 
have come far <laughs> to be following a directionless <laughs> individual. Do you understand? So you must have, um, you must, you know, have a way of going, be focused, have some plan for your life, like literally. And you, you said three. So the third thing I, I think I'm going to talk about is to be teachable. I mean, when you meet someone, it's, it's, it's rare, it's almost impossible to meet a perfect person. In fact, a lot of humans are flawed. That's our natural makeup, we are flawed. Yeah. But it's important to meet someone who is willing to learn. Someone who is willing to or learn all the bullshit they bring from their background, from their traumas, from their past, from their everything that's ever happened to them. I know these things rub off on you. Mm-hmm. You've had a terrible relationship where you've been cheated on. You become very, you know, start thinking a certain type of way. Become very suspicious and you know. But if someone is teachable and there's some things you learn in your home, there's some moms where you grew up in and they tell you that it's only a woman that can enter kitchen and cook. Do you yep. understand? Uh-huh. And um, the man is supposed to sit down, cross his leg, and then you come and serve him food. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to serving my man, but you should know that if I'm at work, I'm about to do something. Yep. <laughs> I'm not going to leave it to come and serve you, but at least there will be soup. You must not have to make your own ever. I mean, so you have to deconstruct <laughs> the mentalities that you come with. Okay. You need to find... So you have for gender roles, but modernized gender roles. Not necessarily. I feel like we have to basically be teachable be willing okay. to learn be willing to compromise yeah because That's we like can't be, be to... set in your ways if we're going to thrive in this generation together because if you're saying a woman's place is this 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 we come in a we you know we come from a place of people think the man is supposed to be provided up to this this but there are lots of homes where women are the major salary earners women are the ones running the show so be able to you know adjust be very be, be Pretty much, honestly, because, right. yeah. That sounds very, very interesting. So, would you say dating as dating uh, medical school has made dating difficult or easier or? It, it... Um, I think that medical school has made dating a bit difficult. Okay. Because I'm not as available to go to social events as I normally be. And you see, when you go to events, that's when you meet people. Yeah. Whether new people or old people that you just feel like I can reconnect with this person, mm-hmm. or you just friends of friends, you know, be in that circle where you just meet new faces. But med school has just been crazy. I really don't go anywhere like that, like that. And because there's always a shadow, there's always an exam around the corner. Even Never when stops. the things that you normally go for, you just like, you know what? I could read an extra, you know, definitely. comic or something. So yeah, definitely my school has. And it doesn't help that the environment will I, I know people may disagree with me or for some people they found their spec all over the place. But personally speaking, Shasha, since I've been here, like I haven't like met someone like damn goodness, like yo <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know that feeling you meet someone like nah, I, I have to talk to this person. <laughs> Everybody is either um, I don't know, people have their, like, everybody has their own thing going on, everybody's busy, everybody's, like, even when you meet someone, like, you're not even thinking, and it doesn't help that we're all wearing um, face masks or oh, Jesus, masks or whatever, really so you can't even, you can see someone, they have beautiful eyes, but you can't tell, like, you don't know what to expect when they remove that mask, so it just doesn't, it, it's just not compatible. There's this girl I saw at B-Block the other day, and I was like, <laughs> oh my god, beautiful eyes, and then I think, some way, somehow, like, I got to see her, like, I full feel like, <laughs> I mean, 
just beautiful nice. eyes. That's all I said. <laughs> my head was like. And you know, on campus here, there aren't too many social events. Yes. Where people go to actually like socialize and you just check out people. And the demeanor of and the general general character of the general campus behavior too doesn't help. It really doesn't. There are no like you see if it's not like mainstream educational mm-hmm. systems. There are mixers. There are parties. There are this. There's that. But everyone here is so busy. Everybody here has you know. Certain trajectory their mind is going. You know, mm-hmm. You don't understand. Everybody is serious. Serious. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, it's a bit hard. It's a bit hard. Yeah, so pretty much just about it. Okay. Um, so your dating history. I guess this is the last question I ask. Do you have? Do you have a someone that got away? Someone that got away. Yeah, the one that I've got away. You have quite a number of people that got away. Well, not so many. Maybe two or three. Aren't you the one that usually gets away? I mean, I would look at you and be like, of I mean, Jane, you are the one that get, you are the one that got away to like for everybody. Um, I think in my undergrad there was this guy I used to date, mm-hmm. and you know the guy he he he, he checked so many boxes. Do you understand me? Mm-hmm. He was industrious. He was he was tall, man. He's like six four. And Jane, you are like five eight. Five nine. five nine. Five nine. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Jane is five nine. That's very tall for a girl. He, he's, yeah, and and the guy was good. He was nice and everything. Unfortunately, I, I, I found out that he had a girlfriend. Maybe. Yeah, and he's been with her for like five years. Hallelujah. According to him, he was done. But he didn't want to break up with her because he was, she was what his first his first girlfriend, his first sex, his first everything. He didn't want to break up with her and blah 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 blah. And it's not done now. I, bam, I was like, yo, I'm not even going to talk about it. I'm walking out from this situation. Like this this can't be me. Yeah, it's <laughs> clearly not done. I walked away from his friends. I heard when I walked away and it hit him that this girl was gone. He actually broke up with the girl. But I had blocked him everywhere. <laughs> And so, like, I don't know, I hear he tried to reach me, blah, 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 but he didn't get through to me. After hmm. a month, this was when, like, one of his friends was, like, just randomly telling me, I'm like, well, this individual knows where I live, could have just put his friend aside and come to my house, but it's fine. I mean, that was it. I mean, we've, we've remained friends over the years. We talk, hi, hello. Once in a while, we check up on each other, but that's that. Then... Is he still single, or...? He used to date a certain girl that, and he introduced her to me. But she's married, not to him though. I don't know what his dating status is right now. Life. But yeah, that got away. It's a part of what means. There's been another person too. That one, I liked the guy. I actually did ask him out. He's, he kept feeling like he didn't deserve me. Like he felt he couldn't provide for my lifestyle. I'm like, dude, what lifestyle are you even talking about in the first place? I'm like, very down to earth, you know? Like, I don't put on any airs. So like, I'm not like uh, all these high maintenance budget chicks. Like, no, but still, I do what I do. But still, I mean, as a guy, I would still want to treat my woman to the best. Like, that doesn't mean that if you don't have the means to do it right now, you should rule out, you know, a relationship. It's a, it's like, a primal thing, felt, like, he, he, I was too good for him, sort of. Like, uh, like the guys I'm supposed to date is not his level. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. what is this you talking about? Like, dude, a lot of guys struggle with that. Asking, literally asking me out, and I feel 
Perhaps maybe he didn't just didn't like me. But that's not true because I knew oh, for a fact. I knew for a fact that this dude liked me. But well, it just didn't feel good. He just didn't have the, go- the courage, the, 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 the balls to get with the program. Well, okay. But um, well, it, so yeah, he got away. Unfortunately, he's getting married this year sometime. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy for him. And we've remained like best of friends ever since. We've just stayed friends. Mm-hmm. So those are the two that got away. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, as a man, I know, I know even my my present apprehension with. We're even dating or even asking girls out right right now. Like even as I, as we talk right now, it's. I mean, even though like it's not like I'm. I don't have any. It's not. I can't take a girl out on a date or anything. But sometimes I think about it. I'm like the kind of life I would want to, or the kind of the way I would want to treat my girlfriend. I don't have. I don't have the the capacities. But you <laughs> the, see. Even for if that you now. don't have the capacity and you meet a girl that's very understanding and she's like, you know what, I'm not going to put people are two in a million. So that's my point. So if you meet someone that says, I don't care what your financial status is right how, now, I understand how your is that you're gene? building your life. Shouldn't you have like jumped on the opportunity? I get it, but men we are literally valued based on our like it's your pocket first, then everything else second. This guy is not like he was poor. This is a rich kid. You talk, you talk to most girls. Like, what do you want? What, what do you want in a guy? Like, they would, me- they would mention financial, f- physical before they even come to you. I even start to talk about character. Oh, he must be a nice person. He must be compassionate. He should be. Um, he should be. He should be understanding. He should be this. He should be that. Or fit or anything. No, they're like, oh no, no, they must be six, 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 six foot, six, six, uh, six foot, six figures, six packs. That's what. Then oh, TD to enter, tall, dark, handsome. Then finishing. Uh, <laughs> oh, she should be any like you know six figures and over. And then oh, she has six packs. Then it should be this. Then it should be that. Then it has to be hyper masculine. Then it has to be this. Then it has to be that. And then, oh, but it's oh, literally what this most people are. This is so unrealistic. I mean, for the world we live in, they're so unrealistic. But those are the guys that get all this. So it's like, yeah, if if you are not, if you are not there yet, I mean, technically, not to blow my own trumpets. I know I check some of the boxes as are now, but I know there are some significant boxes that I don't check yet. Oh, but seriously though, I know I check some boxes as I now, but I know there are some significant boxes I don't check check here, and I'm not going to lie. Like you see, it's really, really like it really plays on my mind. It plays, it plays, like honestly, like I said, I mean, someone say like, oh, you there is technically if I like someone, if I see someone I like, I obviously walk up to them. I'm not, I'm not shy to shoot my shots. I'm not shy to shoot my shots, right? But I think. Pushing to go all the way, that commitment, that drive is always the back of my head. I'm like, Something can I, can I take this girl for the, like, can I get this girl for dinner at Trasco like twice a week? Can I? You see that thing? It's not realistic. Can you afford to go for, like, forget the money? Do you have time to go to, to dinner twice a week, every week of your life? No, but I want like, I want to be able no. to, I want to be able to do the, I want me to, I want to be able to do the flex of. Um, you send me Instagram picture. Hey, did you see this hair? This hair is nice. How much is it? You understand? Me too, I want to do that one song. I'm not going to lie. Because, <laughs> see, honestly, we are legit valued for our, our, our wallets first. Like, and it's, it's something I th- I mean, when I was younger, I thought being a nice guy will get you, is what will get you a good woman. 
like as i got to grow like as i got to grow up and everything then i realized that yo that was that was disney movies that 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 does not not, like that does not translate into into like relationships good it does not translate into anything being being nice being funny being does not translate into anything being rich is legit the only thing that translates into you your like the options you have not necessarily i mean eh. not necessarily oh, that okay that's before my I, experience I, I can understand why you may think that way i mean in, from your experience of course i can't fault your experiences but again it depends on the kind of woman women you're meeting or the kind of girls you're talking to i mean come on money is not just all it's not everything money is, is i think it's but the it's least of the problem actually it's a major one no? it, it, it's important but it's not everything you could meet i've met men that had money literally people that will fly in from the u.s to just come and spend weekend with me and fly the hell back but uh-huh. it's not money my dear it goes beyond money you see it's because you don't have money that's why you think maybe it's money but there, there, there'll be a time where you have money and still people won't want you because of a b c d e so uh, uh, rich men are chopping breakfast left right and center like oh, it's not about true. money honestly there's more to having a good man or more to having a good woman than the than the the, the finances of it that's what the, the that's what the internet makes you believe that's what the social media make you makes you believe definitely what's that's what celebrities may want you to think but if you look at the trend at all the relationships that are let's look let's talk about celebrity relationships because obviously those are private we don't know what's happening in private mm-hmm. all the celebrity relationships you see that are succeeding it goes beyond money it goes beyond the look there's actual substance the substance that keeps you can meet a girl that's fine and meet a guy that has money and you guys will flex for how long do you flex for how many years in your life there are some people that have zero character when it comes to you know they they, they zero faithfulness even if you agree to be in an open relationship with someone it will hit you a certain type of way if a man has no character so for me money is good it's good you know if you're the kind of like soft life want to enjoy but me personally speaking it's not about money for me because me i know in this level i'll make money do you understand I, mean, I know that i won't sit down at, in my house and expect my man to go to work and come and feed me do you understand because mm-hmm. things could happen even if he owns his own company and he's making money you don't know what will happen tomorrow adversity may hit yeah. something may happen god forbid something may happen with his work he may have to be at home for a few months or he may be transitioning between jobs are you saying that people will starve because he's transitioning mm-hmm. and for all you know that transition is a, is a good transition so as a woman that's why in this generation you have to equip women to be able to take care of a family too i mean the man is one you know shouldering a lot of the financial challenges but as a woman you should be able to contribute something you should be able to and because you're dating a man that is taking care of a lot of things a lot of the women money just you know you see that they're using it for frivolous things but you should be able to save as a woman so that the day that your husband cannot hold down things you hold down things on account of you know jane thomas (laughs) now now here comes the the two thousand the one million dollar question yeah how many girls do you know have that mindset <laughs> good question mm-hmm. <laughs> you see i 100 percent agree everything you said good it makes question. sense logically mom like it sounds like a dream but how many girls do you know like just take a random 10 girls no 20 
20 different girls. No, I know 20 girls. That you, know, you, 20, you know 20 legit girls that, that have this mindset. I know 20 girls that have this mindset. <sighs> okay, but in the grand scheme of things, how much are they? In the grand scheme of things, you may be right. There aren't too many of that. There aren't too many of that. And I think a lot of things go wrong in the let's start from the bottom mm-hmm. family settings mm-hmm. the kind of mentality mindsets the kind of things people grow up seeing in their homes the kind of trends they're used to yeah then they grow up and you know they have access to social media the kind of thing they're seeing the kind of education that's going on, on social media the movies it works everything everything they're seeing so all of these things conditions you to think a certain type of way unless you're someone who's been grounded from the home or you've been grounded you found your, yourself mm-hmm. you've come to a place of understanding what life truly is about yeah. and you're not living for the superficials you're not living for all these you know, frivolous things you actually have your own identity that's not um, that's you, 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 you dare to take a stand as, aside from what you're seeing all over the place. And it's not everybody that gets the privilege to, you know. Some people, the kind of lifestyle they live just fuels this mentality all the more. Yeah. So unless something drastic happens or we have some sort of life-changing experience, uh, nothing is going to change this mindset, you know. Okay. So yeah, it's rare to find, but there are some out there who think this way. All right. Uh, huh. Well, I guess that really is the challenge. Finding someone that actually thinks that way. Because, I don't know, well... Let me just say, I'm, I'm still keeping an open mind. <laughs> I'm still, that's okay. I'm still keeping an open that's mind. Because, okay. honestly, so far so good. I was just like, mm. But then again, I, I guess I have to just keep an open mind then. Um, okay, so let's get into the Kelly Willie part of things. This one, we just tackle some very, 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 very relatively controversial things. Uh, what, first of all, what is the most, what is your most unpopular opinion that you have? Unpopular opinion? So, I don't think it's unpopular, but I, well, it's not popular now in this generation. I believe in the no sex before marriage thingy. <laughs> yes, that's very... Lots of young people have an issue with that. Mm-hmm. I believe in it. So yeah. That's your very very most unpopular. That's your well. I mean, this day and age. Unpopular opinion I have or belief I have. Okay. All right. So um, this I wanted to ask this last dating question. Would you date your ex girlfriend, your ex, your no, your friend's ex, or your maybe a friend's ex girl boyfriend or friend friend's ex crush? Like someone your, your friend has had a crush on before. Ex crush. Yeah. Well, former crush, like oh. Crush. oh. Uh-uh. No one of your girls used to like really crush on this guy. Like for like the longest Again, time. Again, it depends on the circumstance. If the guy has met you and he didn't exactly like want to do anything with you uh-huh. and it's in the past, um, I want to believe that you're over it and okay. you've moved on. Of course, I don't mind. I don't mind dating that person. This life is too short. So good men are to come by. Can't let one go just because. Do you have a height requirement? Height requirement, I do not. But at least I don't want to be taller than you. That is a height requirement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're five nine. That's definitely a height requirement. So six foot and over. <laughs> I know only fifteen percent of the world population is actually over six foot. 
again, this is a very, very fluid something. At this point, I feel like if I get a groomer that is my height, I might just marry you or someone. I'm, I don't know. I've been praising if I get a good man, I don't. I, I want to believe the height will be, you know. <laughs> but it's honestly, okay. at this point, uh, as I think, because I'm a girl, mm-hmm. I'm going to be wearing heels. Definitely. Like just thinking of the the aesthetics mm. of standing. But again, that is irrelevant in you know. In the long run. In the long run, honestly, it's just me being frivolous. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. I understand. Um, another controversial opinion. What is your take on um, feminism in African society? How does it work for us? How how does it work for us? And how do, what what doesn't really work about it for us? Because I don't think I don't the way it is set up from with the Western way it doesn't fit well into it doesn't fit well into us into our culture. You see, the thing with that is that. A lot of the people championing feminism in this part of the world don't know the heck. They don't even know what they're talking about. They don't seem to understand what feminism is. They seem to misinterpret the concept to mean being anti-men or being against everything a man stands for or being, you know, yo, I don't know, man. Well, I won't... I haven't exactly studied what feminism is all about mm-hmm. and I, as a rule i don't champion something i don't understand but the way i see it my opinion on what feminism should be or what it is is you know getting it has evolved it has definitely evolved over the last over the last 50 years but you see the thing is that's one one of the problem we have in africa when people take up a stance on something they're mm-hmm. not open to learning more they're not open to evolving in their opinions they're so rigid and so like and the thing with social constructs is that it's it's changing it's fluid yeah uh-huh. if you're fighting for equal pay for for both genders in the workplace uh-huh. that to me is what feminism is all about okay. but if you're saying because of feminism the woman should not cook again uncle I don't understand what you're saying, or sister. I don't know. What you're honestly, and I, I honestly do believe that as an adult, do you understand? Cooking yeah. should be something you should. Because it's a life skill. Of course, it's a life skill. Life Are skill. you telling me that you've been buying food as an individual, as a young man in this generation? You've been buying food. I've with definitely all these met some cost people. of things going on. I've definitely I mean, met some people. There are people that buy sometimes, but not all the time. You're able to boil rice or boil something. Do you understand? So if you're saying feminism means I mean, obviously, in your home. Again, I've met guys, yeah? I've, I've, I've been with guys who cook more than I do. Guys who just derive pleasure in feeding me. So they'll literally just be like, when you're done from work, come home. And that's that. I'll go put my feet up and just sip on some wine. And they would cook and they would do dishes. And that's sweet. That's sweet. But that, it doesn't make it my rights. That we don't have to draw a timetable that if I cook today, you cook tomorrow. Just, just see. So I think the, 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 the conversation around feminism has just. Ha, ah, goodness Lord. I think, I, don't know where to start from. Thing, I think with the equal pay thing, it's actually been proven that it's, it's actually not true because legally it's, it's illegal. You can't pay somebody less. But the, 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 the disparity usually comes in personality types. You see, men are more likely to be disagreeable. 
than women. Women are women are usually more agreeable, more nurturing, more like most women are naturally. And men are usually more disagreeable, more confrontational. So men are more likely to ask for a raise. So women. it has to be. So that is usually what causes the disparity in the pay gap. But at the baseline, at entry level, they are paying everybody the same thing. You see, that's the thing. That's why I say people don't understand what is defined. So it's not really about in Africa, yeah. It's not really about men and women. It's really of, about personality type. In Africa, with the rate of unemployment, you see the chances that you go in there and they tell you you have the job, and mm-hmm. now I'm negotiating pay, mm-hmm. it's pretty low. Yeah. You see, all of these things are factors to the pay differences. But you know, no one is going to tell these feminists that, or no one is going to tell all these people championing what they don't know that. You see, so there's there's so many factors involved. There's so many buttons involved it's not just a, a, a one one jacket fits all kind of situation mm-hmm. so for me um feminism <laughs> people just need to understand what it is that they're talking about what it is they're fighting for and how practical what they're fighting for is mm-hmm. and you know i mean i it. Uh, it has definitely i mean it started with started with good ideas started with good ideas and everything and i am definitely pro i'm definitely pro woman it, it's just the way that it it's just been so distorted this day, this day it, and it, it, it's it like it's very confusing and you see the thing is people don't take into account our culture um, we come from a culture a typical african culture but the white men yeah, told yeah, us that our culture is primitive so we don't know what and we're talking no about no doubt about that no doubt about that but if you're making changes maybe changes that can survive in this environment do you mm-hmm. understand me in this day and age again i think that a religion plays you know huge part in some of these things do you understand uh-huh. like there are certain environments let's say for example i'm not going to talk about muslim marriage i'm going to talk uh-huh. about christian marriage because that's what i'm more privy to uh-huh. where you know the bible says the man is the head of the home uh-huh. do you understand and the woman is supposed to respect uh-huh. you know and so people think that this is you know this gives leeway for certain things to go but on but, but if you truly understand what the bible like is saying you cover the it, it woman covers the child, child covers, woman covers the child, man covers the woman. What the Bible is actually God saying, covers the family. It, it's not called for again, oh. these families, a lot of them don't understand what they're championing. Oh, when you, well, when you at least break it you down, can see in this part of our world, like, but I'm sure, I'm sure there are people that would definitely disagree. I will hear this and would they will disagree, and I mean, that's okay, they're all entitled to their own opinions. Let's. So, just make sure it's not talking of the recent trends amongst uh, this gen, like the generation we live in now, there's this, there's this very obvious trend that has really that has seeped into our culture with uh, body positivity, like body positivity, and anything you say counter to that means you are quote unquote fat phobic. This whole fat phobia, um, obesity pride, and everything, and it's like. I don't know if, like, I really don't think that's the hill we are supposed to be dying on because even how bad obesity, like, how much of the significant obesity problem we are having in our generation, how we are not eating, we are really not eating good, like, good food as compared to uh, the previous generation before us. And now you can't say anything if you, if you say that, oh, no, you should, should get, I mean, you should get healthy, you should this, oh, this weight, this BMI is too much. You're like, oh, BMI is a, is a, is a dying say a foreign construct that is supposed to be it's supposed to be, it's a racist construct it's a ding, 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 ding. so they don't so don't you can't follow bmi you can't say bmi does not like you can't look at bmi and say somebody is unhealthy i'm um, okay but i mean 
are you obese? If you are obese, it's not. It's a significant problem, and people are not like, no, uh, being obese. There's nothing wrong with being obese now. Everybody would like. There's a beauty at every. There's beauty at every size. That's okay, fine. Beauty at every size, but I don't think there's health at every size. You're not healthy at every size. You can be beautiful at any size. But I don't think you're healthy at every size. That's my own take on it. What do you think about that? I think that um, I don't think that these people who um, you know who champion this and beauty at every size are coming from a health perspective. I think that it's just a reaction to how they've been treated over the years, how they've been body shamed over the years, how they've been bullied over the years, mm-hmm. and all of these have had a psychological toll on people. Mm-hmm. Some people have gone into depression, some people have committed suicide because they've been made to believe that at a certain body size, you're not fine enough, you don't deserve to get you know, a fine man, or you don't deserve to be this or that. And you know, you, it's even hard to find clothes on the market mm-hmm. for, for, for a certain size of people. I think that all of this is a social reaction to this type of behavior and the way they've been treated over the years. Okay. Honestly, if you're a doctor and you're telling me that my BMI is so so and so and then i'm obese and i should do it, it, it they will take it at they will take it as serious because it's coming from a doctor but again again if you see me on the street or i'm your friend and i'm adding weight and you come and tell me you're adding dude how the hell who gave you the rights how do you determine what's so the normal size you, so <laughs> no i'm just friends. saying you see again it's not even just about you calling and funny enough eh, a lot of guys don't get called out on their weight on their size no, no, a lot of times it's, 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 it's the women at the receiving end okay. and it comes from men or guys who think that they should be a certain size okay. and that's wrong Objection, again, my it's not even just the, the calling out it's the way you say it the condescending manner when you say it. like objection yo, objection man be kind people. i get i get what you are saying you know first first thing like my own counter to this thing is that First of all, the body positivity, it has been marketed only for women. There is no body positivity for men. They say you can't, you apparently, you can't, like, there is nothing like, oh, he, the guy is fat. No, don't insult him. No, women will still insult how, what, how big he is or how bald he is. Like, the whole, like, the whole, remember the whole Will Smith and Jada thing, Pinker thing, like, they're like, oh, alopecia, blah, 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 he slapped this one. I was like, ah, aren't you people teasing bald men every day? Have you forgotten that? But like male pattern baldness is literally called androgenic and alopecia. But you could tease men, everybody tease men about it all the time, and we don't we don't even get upset. By like biologically, men are visual. Say what you want to say. You can fine. You can say that or this you can say everything you want to say, but the truth is the truth. You see, I get it when you say the truth is the truth, but again, people are unkind these days, man. One, you don't know what is going on with this person. Everybody people, wants to form people, people now. Everybody wants to form it's now. It's not just you know. There are so many reasons why someone will be obese. There are people okay. who add weight just because they are stressed out, and I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. When you see my cheeks coming out and everything, you know, it's just that I'm blessed that it's not as much as other people. There are people who are going through a lot. There are people who. There are people who are maybe undergoing some therapy or something. Do you understand? You can't say, you can't say, as my friend, I don't I, I don't want to hear it. No, honestly. And especially even that. if you want to say it, you better be kind. You better be talking to me with some 
I must send some care and some understanding. If you're coming to me like you're trying to shade me or shame me or whatever, I will react. My claws will come out. And I feel like a lot of people who start these movements start this movement from that background, you know? A lot of these things are started with by women for women. And you see, men are different. They're not engineered to. It's agreed that um, I would like to speak for my gender to say that we're very petty, you know? Mm-hmm. We we are ruminants. Mm-hmm. When you say something to a girl, she may not look like she's reacting to it now, but she won't think about it. Perhaps she may discuss it with people who have a different view that will affect her view of what you just said to her. Wow! And you guys do that. I, I people I do that. I don't. I never. I never think of people, a woman like would ever think of what I that. said. No, people. People do that, and especially like it's very. Getting oh you're too fat oh you've added weight you've added weight if I hear it three four consecutive times how am I supposed to this affects someone's psyche do you understand people are being psychologically affected every day by these things a lot of ladies tend not to go anywhere just because they don't want anyone to comment if you go to an event even family even family you meant to go through this whole body dysmorphia yes, thing too right yes thing you know in Africa it's okay if a man has a pot belly it's okay if a man has I'm just saying, we are in Africa, let's be real. No, it's, it's, it's usually... Okay. Be, it's a sign of wealth, it's actually. A, exactly, so it's the wealth that but covers it. But if it's a girl that has wealth, just after giving birth now, you don't lose that pregnancy fat now, they will start shaming you. Well, I mean, they will start shaming you. And this is something like you got medically. It's not like it's because of food. That's, that's true, and, so, that's true. and they make it look like everybody that is fat is because you're overeating. But that's, that's not the only cause of obesity. That's that not is not, that is not the only I, cause I feel of like obesity. That's true. When you want to comment on things like this, be circumspect. Be, have some decorum. Well, objection, my lord. A majority of the case of obesity that we have is due to overeating. Like it's significant. Like over 80% is due to overeating. Well, there's some elements of overeating. But again, mm. I feel Gen- like there's people eating over the 80% thing. is due to overeating. I think that sometimes two people eat the wrong thing, they eat at the wrong time. Definitely. Genetics plays a huge role in, in these things. If you come from a family where your father is obese, your mother is obese. Naturally. Mm. You would throw the same line. It's, you know, actually, like that has been studied, right? People thought that, oh, your father is obese, your mother is obese. It's usually because it's, it's, people usually tend to fall into the same trend because of they will eat what their mother and father is eating. It's not because they naturally be obese. So like if they actually if you actually take those children and put them in an environment where they're eating healthy food, they would grow up. You see why I say it's not just about overeating, it's about the quality or the content of what you're eating. Uh-huh. What you're eating so the if they got parents that overeat, naturally they would overeat. In this Africa, when you look at our meal plan, the kind of foods that we eat, they are engineered to make you fat. Let's call it we, we, our, our meals are so oversaturated with carbohydrates and fats. Like, it's not even funny. That's true. It's not. When you're eating a salad, there must be so much dressing, <laughs> so much mayonnaise. That's the only time you know that this salad is making sense. Just oh that if you're eating... You order eat salads, I respect. foods, yep. eba, banku, you know, kinky. These are all starch-heavy, like... This is what you grow up and in Africa, you tend to eat a very starchy food at least once a day. For some people, that's the only staple they have. That's the only solid meal they have every day. So then, and no one educates them on 
on diets. No one educates them on the food groups. No one educates them on. And nobody is so intentional about exercise. Now, if I'm exercising, I want to go to a gym. Registration is so expensive. People now just assume that if I don't have money to go to a gym, forget gym altogether. Do you understand? No one educates them. Oh, you can actually do this. The exercise you can do at home. You don't need, you know, a, a particular setting for it. And some people don't even have motivation. Some people have to start their day so early so that they can beat traffic to go to work. When do you not want to go and be exercising? When do you not want to? So there are lots of factors that have a play in this. So you don't just stand up. I, I'm have the F1 tree. Open your mouth. Call me one babe and tell her that she's fat. See how we are getting into the killing For me, it's be kind. Okay. So you see how we are getting into the killing really vibes of things saying. <laughs> okay, the, 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 the thing with this fat, like fat phobic thing, and like this whole ob- like obesity pride thing is, it's it's definitely multifaceted. True. It's not. It's not. Everybody has. Everybody has a point. The the the, the psychological impact cannot be denied, and uh and even, even though you want to make it seem like they only affect women, it affects men. But nobody really cares about men's mental health. Like yeah, a lot of a lot of men suffer with body, a lot of men suffer with body dysmorphia. Every, like it's just, true, true. But it's just like nobody wants to listen to a guy complaining about body dysmorphia. Nobody wants to take a guy seriously. Says no one wants to take him seriously. It's not. It's not. How how often have you? Uh, okay, I mean you you work in you work as a psychologist before, so you would you would have you would have more patient experience. But in the general setting, like how many guys do you know who generally admit to you that? They are conscious of their of their body. You see, I like what you said. How many will admit to it? Well, all of us are suffering. Yes. So the problem is not that people don't want to listen to men. The problem is that we live in a society where men are not encouraged to speak out when they're having challenges of this sort. Okay. They've only made it a woman problem because a lot a lot more women speak about it. A lot more women talk about it. Shut up. No, you see, that's the thing, and that's something we have to change in our society, in our generation. We have to change that. And I think there's been some changes. More men are being vocal about mental health. More men are being vocal about their struggles. And so I think that's a good thing. I think we have to encourage it. But before now, a lot of men, they make you think that it's not okay for a man to cry. It's not okay for you to complain. It's not okay for you to... I mean, men can be vulnerable too, you know? So I think that's the whole generation. This conversation is not even... It's not something that yeah, you can... You know, dissect at this point. Yeah, so I think that we just have to encourage, especially with our friends, let them feel like this is a safe space to be able to share your struggles or share your problems. If you if you're struggling with your weight, this is a valid concern. We're all humans. We're all eating the same garbage. You understand? So mm-hmm. it's okay to talk about it. It's not just the woman that has to, you know. Nah, we d- nah. we definitely have to it's find a human, better. It's a human problem. Yeah, it's a, a human problem. problem. Yeah. So we have to find better ways of finding more. Uh, Community sustainable solutions to help True. Uh, everyone. Um, okay, so coming to things of this generation and the whole tran- transgender thing right now. <laughs> what's your take on it? And what's your take on it? Uh, because I feel like today I feel like a woman. Mm-hmm. Then you must 100% acknowledge me as a woman. Mm-hmm. Because not because of. Not because of any fact, but because of how I feel. So is it is gender is gender expression more important? Like now it's like they are carrying like gender expression is way more important than even biological sex. What's your take on that? So uh when it comes to this thing, yeah, the root of this thing goes deep. 
the roots goes deep. I mean, there's some sort of um, scientific explanation to why someone may have. Yeah, not this way, Yeah. Again, I feel that, and I get, you know, there's some, especially in our countries where these things are outlawed. Mm -hmm. more or less even though they're on the rise now they're outlawed as i honestly believe in being able to love someone regardless of what gender they think they are being able to be accepting of people regardless of what gender they think they are um to be more um open okay. to you know now some of these things are spiritual some of these before things are psychological, like get literally. <laughs> but what I object to, because yeah. there was something I was I was looking at on the internet, mm -hmm. and they're like, nowadays they're going to have to stop addressing people as something in the US. They're going to stop as addressing people as mother and father. Mm -hmm. They address you as um, something. Some there's this phrase. Um, is it birthing person? Birthing person. <laughs> That's crap. That's capable of pregnancy. <laughs> if it ever gets to a point in this Africa that someone will call me birthing, I'm gonna slap. <laughs> like yo. Yeah, right now, right now you can't say what, you can't say what a woman is again. No. Right now, a woman is whoever identifies as a woman. I do not subscribe to it. I do not subscribe to it. You see, all of this, you know, and I honestly don't understand though. I, I won't lie to you. You see all this whole transgender whatever i don't understand what's going on in their head i don't understand where it's coming from i don't understand the point we are trying yeah, to make yeah, whatever it that. is but i'm only of the of the point of view that well regardless i mean i'm not going to hate you just yeah, of course i can respect you because i don't understand doesn't mean i can't respect that you that doesn't mean i'm going to treat you like less of a human of course being. respect but again you see if you have a certain belief believe it you and your kind believe it <laughs> Don't force the rest of the world to believe something that they don't believe in. The same way you want us to respect you and respect your rights. Respect my right to believe what I know. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. You can't ask me to call myself a birthing person when I believe myself to be a mother. You may not have been a mother. You may not have a uterus. But if I carried my child for nine months, with all the complications of pregnancy in my age. I know, right? Now carry it. Now come call me birthing person. <laughs> You know, people with the capacity <laughs> for pregnancy. I just pray that that rubbish does not reach you. And it is I won't be surprised. I feel like soon enough, soon enough, the world is changing. It's, it's coming. Right now, it's global it's right now. Like literally, and I, I pray for our generation that we will not be lost, we will not be carried away, we will not. You know, all of these things is just is goodness. So I'm like Jesus. Let me just come like as we did now before it gets any worse because. <laughs> <laughs> So like uh, so um with your I'll say you are really that means you are against trans women put competing in women's sports. Would that would I take that sports. like is, um what's your stance on that? Again, I feel like all these sporting bodies mm -hmm. have rules and regulations that govern them. But now they want if to force the sporting bodies to accommodate them. I want to believe that there are people, I think this thing is something they have to decide by themselves. Like, there are people who have been elected into these positions to make the right decisions. If you're saying that they can't compete in women's sports and they aren't exactly men, it means that they can't compete at all. Uh -huh. So I could understand the need to want to incorporate them somewhere. Okay. Do you understand me? It yeah. means that if that person's gift in life is to be a, a sprinter and they can't sprint as a male. It means you're telling them you can't walk. 
you can't eat, you can't find, you know, purpose. And okay. for me, I think that that's something they should consider as well. And mm-hmm. um, I think that these bodies are in the right place to make that kind of decision. They they are in the right place to refine. Again, I feel like that gives them an added edge. But regardless, so you like you do you, so you believe there's an unfair advantage in that? To some extent, to some extent, there will be. Let's be, let's call it spade a spade. This is a matter of science. There will be. Mm-hmm. The fact that you, I mean, it's like, it's like saying because a girl says she's a man and she's on, you know, steroids, you know, and you are going to run with these men. Um, there's a difference. <laughs> there's a difference. There is a difference. Puberty, the puberty hits differently. In just the, the world championships, they are running nine something. No matter how, as a woman, um, Come on, the fastest woman in the world, I think is 10, 10, 10 point something, yeah. 10, 60 something. Yeah, Shelly Ann Fraser, yeah. Yeah, Shelly Ann. So, the advantage, it will not be the same. Do you understand? The same way you can't fully be male just because you say you're a man. Same way you can't fully be female just because you say you're a woman. There will be some sort of, you know, but I trust that these bodies, they would have a conversation, they'll speak to scientists, they'll find a way to make sure that it's fair for all competing. Well, well, scientists have come out and like explained everything like you. Well, you can do it too, but there is definitely going to be an unfair advantage. Yes, and there'll be consequences. Like there's a ten percent, there's a significant there advantage. Will be consequences, yeah. So, so if it's it's not going to be fair. Unless they have a sporting event for them. But they don't have enough people uh, again for a again, category. Again. Or they have a category that inculcates both gender. But then where are we crazy. going? You see the problem we're facing for ourselves. Where are we going? Like, I mean, my, my, my own apprehension is that, I mean, I don't mind, I don't even mind doing gender expression at every at, at anything, but don't come and confuse my pronoun again. Yo, see, yo, I, the most see I can thing? do is date them. Date them, and I can do date them for see you. That thing? But people are like finding new pronouns, like, like you meet people, you have to, oh, goodness, you see, eh? this life. It's just it's, it's problematic, you see, and that's how I know this thing. It can't be from God. God does not give you problems. <laughs> you understand? This just has to be. Well, let them know it's good when she has her but the way I'm seeing it, the way it's going now, it's looking like the devil, honestly, because he's the one. Look at look at Probably all the complications the of this. Yes. Look at all the complications of this. Now, kids go to school. They need to. They have to call people. Like, they have to call someone a obvious male by a different pronoun. They have to learn that there are something called pronoun. In to. my day, it was just me, you, he, she, him. <laughs> like, yo, it's, it wasn't that complex. It just that complex. And it means that we have to change not just the, how we are, we have to rewrite our curriculum basically to accommodate that. And it's it's not it's not just the demo. Now they, they are new they are now new pronouns. Z Uh I even saw one is one it says one is them demon self. Like he, he, he pronoun is pronoun is demon demon self something like I was just like what wait like have you there is, there is I like oh my god they are not wait the last count was like 80 different new pronouns and it's just weird and i'm like 
I don't know. Like, I mean, I can do they them. He she he she they. Fine. I can I can accommodate they for a singular person if that's that's how you feel. But I can't come and be doing zizezo. Like I can't come and. We are just meant to go by their name. That that's definitely. And just ignore the. Yeah, right now you can You know, right now you can't say ladies and gentlemen again. Just you, you can't. It's, it's it's like it's considered fellow people. Yeah, considered politically incorrect. Fellow humans. Yes, <laughs> now you can't even have like members of the human race. <laughs> you, can't, you can't have a toilet that says um, men and women again. It's considered transphobic now. We need to have men, women, and gender, others, gender neutral, others, <laughs> just others. We write genetic male, <laughs> genetic female, <laughs> in between. In between. <laughs> we just put neutral. So whatever you like, you know, and no, I, there's definitely a social contagion to the whole thing because the way the way it is spreading now, especially amongst the kids. And see, see, my two problems with the, with, with their movement is I can't don't 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 ask me to come and don't see I can do she I can show she he they don't any other extra pronouns please I can't come and start with, I can't go back to primary school and come and start learning my entire pronoun game no I can't participate in that one ask for that one. That's my prayer. You see, this part of the world is not that crazy yet. We are getting there. We will, but I'm just praying for my children, Shasha. Like yo. But we all want to join too at the end of the day. <laughs> we all want to join. <laughs> hey God. You want to write your family? I know. You want to join. And if you have to go to these societies, you have to be accommodating. Yes. But you see. Hmm. See, my, the pronoun game blows like that one I won't do. The second oh. one is giving this giving kids the like the, the hormone, hormone therapy before they are 18. Now that's wrong. It's like Twelve, like twelve, seven, even seven-year-old. Yeah. Immediately, the children just say, "Oh, I feel like a girl today." Bam, starts. I feel like a boy. Bam, like. That's and wrong. do you know how bad it is in, in the US today? I mean, UK. I think in the UK, you probably need you probably need a diagnosis from a psych, psycho, uh, from a psychologist. But in the US, you don't even need a psychologist diagnosis of gender dysphoria. You just need to walk into any Planned Parenthood and tell them. I feel like a woman. I feel like a girl. I believe I'm in the wrong body. I want to begin transition, and you can walk in within 30 minutes. You start giving. They will give you the session. Can you like, like, like? These people are not allowed to drink. They are not allowed to drive. But they are allowed to alter their bodies permanently. How? How make it make sense? Because they want to be inclusive, and I'm like, it, I mean, what? Not I'm not saying don't be, don't transition, but. No, don't it's, transition I children. Think they're going about it the wrong way. Also, like, like don't want them to so grow into the wrong body. Like they don't, they want to give them puberty blockers so they don't grow into the wrong body. I'm like, my dear, I, 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 it just doesn't make sense. People are doing double sense. mastectomies for girls as little Jeez. as 12, 13. Jeez, this is terrible. This is terrible. Like nothing justifies it. 
I think you see again. I'm not against surgery. I'm just like wait to wait no, to. No, let them be able to make that decision for themselves. You don't rob them of the right to make that decision because children are very impressionable. They, this could just be something they picked up on the street. This could be something they picked up on friends, on Twitter, on TikTok, on all the social medias, and they're not even sure what it is to be a woman. They're not even sure what it is to be a man. So you can't be doing this just because they wake up and they decide. If your child wakes up and says, "Today I'm not taking my vegetables," you force them to eat their vegetables because it's good. They're children. Bible says foolishness abides in the hearts of a child. So if you cannot correct, if you cannot teach, if you're going to just follow the foolishness, what are we, what are we doing as adults or as parents? Uh, the society is just rotten, man. Okay. It's rotten. If we want to get into it, I think we can we can go into all this because yeah, I mean, we're talking about we can get into things like when you found we can take it to things about TikTok, <laughs> toxic masculinity, toxic femininity, it's, all those. There's a lot all, to There's a lot of this thing, but um, we've been talking for a minute now, so I I think we should try. Let me try and wrap up this this thing. Okay, I just want to ask you um maybe a few more things. Pretty privilege. <laughs> Do you believe in it? Uh, do you believe in it? Pretty privilege. I don't believe in it. So you, but I believe it exists. You believe it exists, but you don't believe in it. So that means you don't believe it has ever worked for you. Exactly. How does that do? No. You are a light-skinned, mm-hmm. slim, facially symmetrical. Feel like, like facially like you have great symmetry in your face good skin like good like fantastic skin you really have I don't, I don't remember ever seeing you having a breakout before good as <laughs> no i mean all these qualities you're telling me you don't believe in pretty privilege you are by all by all standards, what? Um, let me see. By all standards, it was the what's the English I'm looking for, concept Keep looking for it. <laughs> you definitely fit the beauty standard. Okay, you could say that. Yeah, you are, I'm sure you are aware of it. But I don't. I don't think. That but you don't believe in pretty privilege. You don't believe. I mean, I know your looks have have given you an edge. You don't think they have people people relate to you people like you don't think you've got anything more or less personally i don't people have not been nicer to you because you are prettier again i've not i've not been uglier so i I wouldn't know how sorry to the peasants sorry to the peasants the aesthetically challenged peasants like they say this is neither sorry to them Trust me, I've seen people that I think I am finer than, and they've been treated nicely than I have been treated. So for me, I don't think beauty has ever helped me. I, don't, I think that perhaps because of that's very shocking, honestly, given how beautiful you are. I'm serious, and I think perhaps because I've grown up in different places in different culture, most often than not, I'm treated as a stranger or you know different places like where I'm where, where, Nigeria. Oh, I've, I've, Ghana. I've, I've been around. I don't want to talk about my travel history. Okay. But okay. well, Jen has been around. Jen has, Jen, yeah. Jen's passport is very full. Yeah. Just, just to give you guys a heads up. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
yes so i think that a lot of times i'm always in the category of stranger category of foreigner okay. so then a lot of times you treat a certain type of way because you don't belong okay so i don't think beauty has has it no instance comes to mind where Where you just woke up to a lecture like, oh, oh, doctor, this, 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 and all of a sudden, lecture is fun and the lecture just, mm-hmm, I'm listening to you. I don't think, when it, if you're talking about lecturers. I mean, it's, it's in different things, think, like even think, just like, oh, offering you a ride from home and everything, like, oh, you like, you like, oh, some, like from church, from church, like, see that fine girl, oh, hello, hello, please, um, where are you going, are you going my way? Let me, let me drop you at home. You see? If a guy offers you a ride, that's a different thing. Even girls that are not fine or girls who don't fit the no. stated beauty standard are offered rides. Mm, not as much. Hmm. I mean, it happens. But trust me, not as much. So, well, I think that... I don't know. I, I mean, have people been nicer to me because I'm a girl? Of course. Mm-hmm. I want to think so. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't think people have been nicer to you because you're a light-skinned girl? Light-skinned girl... No. Nah. I don't believe so. You don't believe you have been nice because you're a light, light skinned girl. Because you're a light skinned pretty girl. I don't no. believe so. Okay. You know what? Alright. Alright. Uh, one more interesting and then we'll end on a very, very interesting topic. Uh, male, be- yeah. male besties or female besties? Do you do you believe in the whole, that whole kind? Like you can have a bestie of the opposite sex? I definitely believe in it because I have a lot. Yeah, like my, my closest most of my closest friends are female so I think it's possible to have that I don't see anything wrong with having a male bestie or a female bestie again but I do like I don't underestimate the kind of impact it would it has on relationships uh-huh. I want to believe that um if you're going to have a bestie of the opposite sex yeah it should not don't threaten don't let it threaten your relationship. relationship be regardless be respectful something that you wouldn't want to be done to you don't do it to the other person don't trust your bestie more than you trust your partner especially if this is your your, your spouse that you're talking about i mean if it's just someone you're just dating here and there that's different but if it's someone that you plan to spend the rest of your life with um, or someone that you are spending the rest of your life with, don't give them reasons to doubt or reasons to be insecure or reasons to feel a certain type of way. Um, don't be, um, don't have secrets that you, you know, secrets that you only share with your bestie but you can't share with your partner. Because once they find out that such secrets exist, they begin to have issues with you. And anything that you don't just don't just give them reasons to you know have doubts or have insecurities or not trust you i think that if there are some people that can tolerate this but some people cannot if you're dating mm. someone that cannot tolerate this it, you have to make a choice it's either you're choosing your friendship over the relationship or you're choosing a relationship either ways make a choice and live with your choice but if you're dating someone and person does not appreciate the best of the opposite sex and you want to keep that relationship then you should be willing to respect the choices or tone down the level of the bestie. You understand? You have to, to compromise. That's your stance on it. Pretty much. All right. Very interesting. I like this. We are getting into these hot topics. Last hot topic 
before we have to run away thank you and besides before we get into this thank you very much thing for doing this i really really appreciate oh, this welcome. i really yeah, really appreciate this i love you so much thank you so oh, much honestly guys <laughs> honestly there's so much backstory between me and jane mm. but not like that <laughs> no we've just been we've just been through the trenches together I yeah know. from the literally from the first day of gamp access course and I Charlie, we've come a long way. We've come a long way Jeez, as friends. friends. I know. We've come a long way. <laughs> we've come a long way as friends. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, so, um, last interest. Have you ever heard of vabbing? Of what? Vabbing. Who's that? Hey, is this new trend that's going around now among the, the children? Let me tell you. So now, it's apparently a... Um, Okay, let me describe it like this. So now, uh, now it's a, it's a trend where people literally put their finger in their vagina. They put their finger in their vagina and like put like up, like try and get into the upper the upper one third of their vagina and like take their vaginal like chance maybe get some of their vaginal secretions and put it and like back of their ear, like where you usually put perfume. You get it, like where you put perfume and then yeah, so they put their vaginal secretions to like. Maybe is it to do something to stimulate pheromones or to use their natural pheromones to attract men? And apparently, more women have been doing this because it's supposed to be it's supposed to attract men. The smell is supposed to attract men to you, and people have been claiming that it's working. What do you think about it? This is bullshit. Wow. Like, you see, the thing that people think is that you know, again. It may work for some people, but is it necessary? I don't think it is. You know, you can attract men, but what type of men are you attracting? Uh-huh. So, can you keep these men that you attract? You want to be changing them like your sleeper, be changing them like your fancy. Like, people just follow lots of stupid trends that don't make sense. What if when you're putting your hand, you now enjoy yourself or what? Do you know how many infections? Like, I'm just thinking of the medical implications. Like, right? like, who educates these ladies? Yo, this is just rubbish, I think. People are definitely I doing People are definitely doing things. After all the pancake, eh. all the lipstick, yes. all the extra eyelashes you still need your pajamas extra n- extra nails man that's nasty as well oh the nails the nails personally i personally i personally find the nails the best the best like i just i that's just i'm nasty. like yeah i don't know who told you put that man like longer nails are it's you know it's all right thank you very much Jane, for doing this thank this um is there anything anything like the last last any last things you like to let them know how the candy how can our listeners find you on social media Social media. Okay, so for now it's just um, Instagram. Oh, you can find me on Twitter as well. Hmm. JL underscore 88. That's a J-A-Y-N-E-L-L-E underscore 88. On IG, you can find me at that underscore queen underscore James. Yes. At that queen James. At that queen James. So yeah, that's about it. Kindly follow her on our various on our various social media. Don't forget to follow the Vibes and Kelly Willie podcast on Twitter at Vibes underscore N underscore Kelly Willie. And uh, drop your comments and uh, you know your your comments yeah, will be will be will be, will be definitely um, will definitely listen to them. Thank you very much for this, uh, Jane. Thank you thank again. Thank you for having Love me. You. Um, this has been another episode of the Vibes and Kelly Willie podcast. Kindly tune in next time for another one. Thank you.